0: All right. So uh, yeah, should we just sleep into it? Do it. Fucking a. Um, so fifty-two. Well, yeah. Oh. Welcome back to uh, episode fifty-two, Teague. Thank you. I'm your host, Josh Osborne, and uh, yeah, see there again. I just I totally cocked it all up. So I was about to say I'm your host, Josh Osborne, and here's Teague Anderson, but
1: I already said Teague. Yeah. That's fine. You said Teague, not Teak Henderson. You know, maybe it's a different one. True, 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 true. There could be multiple Teagues in this <laughs> house. Right? Could be multiple Teagues. Um, I mean, I've never met another one. You
0: know. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to New no- Talk Radio, episode fifty-two. To begin this episode, uh, we've got uh, a nice little listener question to uh, have a little chat about, and uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna talk about that, and we're also gonna have a bit of a. Bit of a fireside chat about this intriguing day before video that was released. Mm-hmm. This sort of uh, a little breakdown, dissection of uh, previous footage. Just some of our thoughts because it's delayed again, right? Yeah, it's delayed again. Although, I mean, you know, if I don't. I don't. In fairness, I feel like day before was.
1: It was, it was always delayed For e- sure Even from the beginning <laughs> It was never going to be out when they said it was I'm pretty sure we even said that um, Yeah absolutely Probably no. like when we first saw it, it was like that looks amazing But there's no fucking way it's coming out no Whenever they way. say Yeah know? no fucking way
0: um, Yeah I think it's been the last, the last delay was It was supposed to originally come out Maybe like a couple months ago But um, Okay And I think the next delay was Just to 2023 general Okay um, uh, Back to the listener question so, friend of the show, Michael Evans, wrote in and saying, Gentlemen, I just recently picked up Aliens Fireteam, a game that Josh has frequently spoken about on the show. I expected the first mission would be a typical training mission, given prompts on how to perform specific actions, etc. But there was absolutely nothing. No mention of how to shoot, reload, deploy your special equipment, etc. Most of it was pretty easy to figure out for an experienced gamer such as I, a true master of the console. But at the end of the mission, I was still unclear on how to do a few things like manually reloading. I guess they want you to just go into the settings and review the controls, but who's got time for that nonsense? Uh, anyways, it got me thinking about training levels in general, and was wondering what you think about them, whether they're the best way to get new players accustomed to gameplay, or if there's a better way. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just I thought it was... It's a pretty good question. It's an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, I this initially came about uh, over a conversation that we were having, and at first I kind of like completely dismissed it, and then was like, the more I thought about it throughout the day, it was just sort of, yeah, it just, it just kept getting me more and more intrigued. Um... Like Mike was saying, you know, he was frustrated by the lack of tutorial in Aliens Fire Team, and I was fascinated because of the exact opposite sort of reading I had on it, when I, like, because there is no tutorial, right? I honestly didn't even remember. I'm pretty sure there isn't.
1: Well, no, if he says there isn't, there isn't, right? Like, it's not one of those things that he probably had turned off or anything, right? Yeah, but, like, not even, like, in the sense of, like, I don't think there's a pop-up
0: that goes like, you know, go see this guy for this and this guy Uh, for this. You know what I mean? I don't remember that I think there's actually straight-up nothing, which I just... I don't know. It's just... It's so weird because I immediately found my footing and was not shocked by anything at all and everything felt completely normal and, and, and regular. Yeah. You know? And, like... But so just the idea of me—I th- was thinking about like, wow, like that, like the fact that someone else can have a completely different response to that and be like, how do I even reload my gun? I'm like, that's that, that's crazy, you know. Yeah. Like, it really made me think, you know, think back on all those times I've been like super elitist about tutorial levels, and being like, can you stop handholding us? Like, can you
1: stop telling us what to do? You know, like sometimes it, it's annoying when it freezes the game until you do the action it's suggesting. Yeah. I find that enraging. Oh um, man, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that because like that that really is a thing that's just driven me crazy over time, and like a lot of the time. Again, I just don't want it, you know? I'm like, fuck, no tutorial, you know? But there are enough games that, um, uh, dude, without it, you're you're completely
0: screwed. I know, I mean, yeah, you know, it really depends on, like, product to product. Like, I guess, you know... With aliens fire team, it was prob- it's probably my familiarity with games like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like my familiarity with just like third person shooter games in general, first person shooter games. Yeah, because I mean, you know, the manual reloading thing. I think it's the same as it is in like Destiny square. and the like- square button. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like it's the same as it is in lots of games. I think I, think so. you know? I feel like it, but uh... but I play a lot of those kinds of games, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You know, there's there's largely you got you got three things, right? You got game- Some games
1: do tutorials. Like, actual like pop-up tutorials with, like, do this or go here. Or rather, there's, like, you this... You can't continue until you do the training mission or whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. you have to do an actual mission, but it's just a tutorial. You know? Yeah, and, like, every two seconds, they're
0: pausing the screen to be, like, try this now. Exactly. And, like you said, like, you can't do anything else until you do that it. That drives me crazy. It kind of drives me crazy, too. Actually, like, we'll talk about this later, but Deathloop, which I've been playing a ton of, totally does that.
1: Okay. Like, okay. that's
0: 100% their style, where it's, like, okay, now go to this screen and read this thing.
1: Right. And you have
0: to navigate. The only thing you can do is navigate to the they, they present the whole screen to you, but you can't click any of the buttons other than the one you're supposed to. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like, I see why they do that, but... It, I don't like it. I don't like it either, yeah. Um, I mean, so you've got that. You've got like the hardcore tutorials. Then you've got good tutorials, or what, well, I mean, good as a judgment, but like what stuff that I would say could call tutorials I really liked, which is like Elden Ring Hunt Showdown.
1: I feel like Elden Ring still had the stop stuff. I don't think so, man. No? Uh,
0: maybe once or twice.
1: I, I feel like it was completely limited. optional, like, to do the tutorial or not, right? But I feel like there was something, like, to lock on, it was sort of frozen, and the thing popped up, Press the button, and that kind of triggered you into the next thing, you know? like
0: I don't think so, man, because I think the tutorial level in Elden Ring is that whole little section of the dungeon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And don't you just, aren't those things messages? Oh, was an actual pop-up tutorial. I feel like Man, it was it's been pop-up. Too long now.
1: It's been a minute for me too. <laughs> I so. played like two hundred hours of the game, and the beginning was such a small portion of that. Right? I only knew there was a tutorial like <laughs> on my third playthrough or second playthrough or yeah. whatever.
0: Um, well, that's another good example of nice tutorials, right? Is it because that one's completely optional. Oh yeah. Well,
1: right? I, yeah, could be a little more in your face, I think. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a <laughs> well, lot of people said that after. I wasn't feeling too much like exploring first thing in the game. You know, yeah. I was like don't really want to come across a bad guy (laughs) I'd like to go pick some plants and I I don't know uh, I I don't know what but yeah I think I probably would have missed it
0: if I hadn't read about it right like I read about it in like an IGN article or something you know so Mm -hmm. I was like oh gotta gotta pay attention for the tutorial level that you can actually miss yeah (laughs) well I did yeah yeah but at least you know like it's true what you're saying about it maybe could be a bit more in your face Uh, but it's nice that you don't have to do it.
1: No, that's that's very cool. Yeah, I particip- really
0: participation mean. is totally optional. I know? did
1: appreciate that, um, for sure.
0: And even in the actual tutorial itself, I could be wrong, but the way they've always used to do it, and it, I just can't remember because it's been too long, is I think that, it least in all the previous games, it's you click on a message to read the tutorials. Okay. Like, they keep putting, they put developer messages on the ground. Mm-hmm. And you go through and you read the developer message about what action you're supposed to do next. Okay. Like, the first one will be, like, light attack is L1. And then you try light attack against an enemy. And okay. it'll be, like, parry is this. And then you can try to parry the next enemy kind of thing, you know. Nice. But you also don't have to do what they say. Right. Like, right. you can just you can just attack everyone and kill them without doing any of the fancy stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's really, like, they really respect your autonomy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of nice. Um. And then, yeah, you have the tutorials, like you were saying, the stop, the stop and pause. Yeah. Death loop is totally that. Um, and actually cyberpunk I forgot but cyberpunk completely has that too where they have the pop-up tutorial. like every time you do an action for the first time a big the game pauses a big pop-up pops up telling you what the action's doing yeah and it's like some of it's cool because cyberpunk is an RPG game and some of its things are a little obscure yeah but you also you always hit a point where you're just like, ugh, I just I don't you know I don't want this. Or like eighty percent of them are not that useful or just kind of obvious and you're like yeah. can you stop? And then it makes you it's like the boy who cried wolf. Like you can't once once they burnt you once, you're just kind of like You're not paying attention,
1: skip, 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 and it's like, Oh shit, what did that just say? Um, exactly. Oh, wait, exactly. Oh wait, how do I change my weapons? Uh yeah. Not
0: totally done that before. Hundred percent. And then and then you got the category of like no tutorials at all, which is like Aliens Fire Team. Uh, I was thinking Diablo Two, Resident Evil Seven. I don't think any of the Resident Evil games have ever had tutorials but
1: <laughs> no, All well definitely not the hard one like not not the ones that stop. I do remember the first no. Resident Evil the first time you use your gun is when you come around the corner and the zombies eating the guy on the ground and then he stands up and the camera changes and you can't actually see the zombie anymore. Mm-hmm. So you have to like aim where you think the zombie would be until it comes up. It was a clusterfuck, but it was such a <laughs> So much pressure on you, and it's mm-hmm. such an awkward situation that it was like, "Well, you're probably gonna die, but it's no problem because you'll figure it out," you know? Yeah, um, totally, totally. So, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Resident Evil. I think the more modern Resident Evils, they might have like one pop-up or two kind of thing. I feel like it's they would extremely
1: minimal though. Mm. Like, and I really like that about them. And then you were saying, yeah, Conan Arc. Yeah, I don't remember any tutorial in Conan or Arc, and just like, Jesus Christ. Um yeah, just the brutality of it mm-hmm. And like really just Throwing in the deep end mm-hmm. <laughs> With bricks on your feet uh, <laughs> like, Goddamn! goddamn But it was amazing, it was like super cool I'm Yeah, I kind of love did. that too I'm really glad they did you know? Yeah, um, They showed up, pretty much they were like Journey steps, so like you could check What you were supposed to do mm. And you'd get a chunk of XP for every time you would do One of these things, That's but nice. it didn't tell you How to do, it's like Climb something, and you're yeah. like okay
0: uh... yeah so it's kind of like that's cool because it kind of like it respects your intelligence in the sense of like it just tells you that you should be doing this mm-hmm. and, then it, and then it leaves it to you to sort of like figure pl- it out play with it until you figure out how
1: to do that you know? yeah like, how are you going to kick how are you going to roll yeah um, it's yeah. like okay circle oh look at that I did it and, I kind of think that um, yeah. I, I loved it I thought it was super cool yeah yeah I don't a lot of games I don't actually remember uh, how they handled it you know it's like the, the thing I remember the least is how they handle tutorials
0: yeah. See I mean, your man.
1: the games I got into, really, I got into them. I thought about so much more after that that it's all a blur.
0: Yeah. I, I guess I also thought it was worth mentioning that, like, probably my favorite kind of
1: tutorials is,
0: I think the best example I could think of is, well, I love Elden Ring and Dark Souls and Demon Souls, but they kind of, you could almost say they're not tutorials at all. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a bunch of developer messages on the ground in a, in a level that... I guess it's the example of like level design is the
1: tutorial, right, right? Right.
0: The levels are set up in such a way that you will try the the easy, simple things by necessity because of the way they're set up.
1: Yeah, there's. I feel and like, that's cool. I feel like there are a lot of games like that where it's the initial yeah. level is like, okay, well, you got to run from something. So it's like uh, uh, L three, you know, or whatever. And then it's like, oh well, this is a small entrance. You got to figure out how to duck. Like, uh, uh-huh. okay, circle, you know, whatever. Yeah, they sort of make you figure it out. Uh-huh uh, a lot of the time, but uh yeah,
0: I feel like that that's one of the best things about game design is it's kind of like tutorials are an opportunity for game developers to show their skills mm-hmm. because you can you can you know developing a good first a good introductory level for a game is a really big skill, and you can you can you can work that muscle and you can be better at it, mm-hmm. you know, and like, yeah, I feel like a lot of indie games too like some of the best ones I played. It's kind of like... Or even simple platformers. It's like they show you by forcing you to do... Like, you cannot get through this segment unless you crouch.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's to, what I mean. You right? have
0: to do it until you crouch. Then if there's a double jump, you cannot get past the segment unless you double jump. So right. you have to double jump. Right. And, you know, whether they tell you there's a double jump or not, it's kind of like you're still going to be stuck there until you figure it out by necessity, kind of. Mm-hmm. And
1: I feel like Dying Light 2 actually did the freeze thing. Mm. That Maybe. wouldn't surprise me. Because yeah. it was like... Very fucking intense, you know. Like uh, the the the, you're doing something, and then it's like, okay, well, this is how you continue on. You know, -hmm. like
0: it's a common RPG trope. Yeah, you know, RPG games usually feel the need to like explain their systems, and I kind of I think it's it's sort of I mean, this is my personal opinion, but I think it's a testament to Ark and Conan's like um, I don't know what you'd call it, maybe strength of vision that they don't feel the necessity to do that. Yeah, I think it's cool, like because I think it's it's that's that's harder than just showing people by force, kind of what's what's.
1: Well, I think it's less inviting, for sure. Yeah, A lot of people yeah. will give it a try, and then just absolutely be turned off by it, and mm-hmm. not touch it again. And that's exactly what happened with both of those games mm. with me. I Like, Ark, the first time I played Ark, actually, both of those fucking games. Um, really, I, I tried. I found it really hard to get started, because um, of all the PvP, PvE, uh, pick a server, blah, 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 whatever. I sympathize. Unless you're not going to, Like, single player is different, but whatever. Um, like, how do
0: you approach that from the beginning?
1: Dude, I had no idea what any of this shit was. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, they really throw you in the deep end. Um, so, I don't know. I tried Ark once. I got killed by, like, you know the little dinosaurs in Jurassic Park that, When the Jurassic Park 2, I think, on the island, the compi. Like tiny ones? Yeah, the little, little tiny chicken ones or whatever. Yeah, I got fucking murked by like three of them. And I'm just like, (laughs) what the fuck just happened? Um, And I get back, I get killed by them again. I'm like, dude, like this game is ridiculous. Um, And I just stopped. Uh, I just stopped playing it for quite a while. And then a buddy was like, oh, yeah, you have art? Let's play some. I'm like. Okay, you're going to have to hold my hand through this shit because uh, <laughs> I did not enjoy myself the first time. And, uh, and it, you know, with time, you know, I've figured out some stuff. But even still, it's just ridiculous. Mm. Um, I think it really does kind of cut off quite a few potential players. Yeah, yeah. If they don't explain it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's 100% true. And I guess I just, I don't know. I mean, those kind of games, or rather that style of game design has always appealed to me. Mm-hmm. But that never changed, you know, like, and I always kind of looked out for those kinds of games because I think I just dig it. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, how did you feel about because uh, I actually feel like Hunt Showdown is, is to, to me is one of the best ways to handle a tutorial. I think it may be my favorite oh, yeah, because they well because they yeah, they just Hunt Showdown just blocks it off. It tells you go to the tutorial to like figure things out, but they just dump you into the into the game screen with all the options. And I don't think you even have to do the tutorial. I mean, you be Well, crazy there's a not tutorial to, but... mission. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I mean, is like... Oh, yeah, no, you their... don't
1: have to. No, 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 no.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. So they put everything in this one mission where it's clearly labeled, this is the tutorial, this is where you experiment with stuff and like figure things out. Go do it if you want, but mm-hmm. you don't have to. And then it's yeah. like 100% up to the player. I don't know. I think it was...
1: Yeah, actually, you know what? I think you're right. I really liked the idea, or the fact that they um, they had multiple difficulties of the tutorial, right, they had three ones, so the first one, I don't remember what you earned, maybe a couple of blood bonds, maybe some money, I don't know, a little more for the second, a little more for the third, and the third was the actual difficulty of the game, Mm -hmm. so the first two, and they spell that out, yeah, yeah, it's clear as day, and it's like, okay, so you can go and just play the game, or you can try this out on an easier setting and learn, because you're going to die mm-hmm. um it, it was fucking brutal um, it was yeah it was, it was so i remember getting murked by absolutely anything pretty much <laughs> the first couple of times like just being completely overpowered by emulators or the bug ladies or yeah. meathead or yeah Dogs. Yeah. Remember, coming across dogs was Dude. a death sentence at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, dogs were like one of the, they were one of the most dangerous enemies to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Rabbit dogs. <laughs> but also, before you realize like how important a melee weapon is mm-hmm. to bring along, like there's a whole bunch of stuff that you got to figure out, right? Yeah, and yeah. I feel like you would figure that out from the easy tutorial. Exactly. You struggle, 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 and then you figure like, okay, fuck, I need this, and you try the harder one, and then eventually. You get to uh, how the game actually is, and then you give up because it's too fucking hard. <laughs> um.
0: But yeah, they were really nice though because it's like they also, the tutorial gave you really nice information. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it really yeah. walked you through every single step of hunting a guy and hunting a boss, and you needed that because it was so. Hunt has such hunt specific stuff. Yeah. You know? Like I mean, it's a first person shooter in the sense of like, yeah, it's got a it's got the same reload button and like triangle change stuff button and like crouch is the same, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's got like left triggers to aim, whatever. Like it's got mm-hmm. the same Pretty standard, standard FPS. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. But then all of the actual mechanics of the way that the like the game world works is yeah. like, completely uh, you know completely different like using the what's the site called again Dark Sight Dark Sight yeah Dark Sight He includes, you know mm-hmm. like uh, pretty pretty cool stuff yeah. very cool thank god they had that because I can I can almost guarantee you that I would have I think I would have bounced off Hunt immediately had it not had some sort of way that I could learn just yeah. the basics of how, how the game works you know?
1: yeah if they just threw you in PvP off the rip um, I think that would have deterred a lot of people. Um, yeah. Maybe not everybody, but I mean, not Doctor Disrespect. <laughs> no. Or the,
0: who is the? I can't. I can't remember the names of the really crazy Hunt players now. Nino. Yeah, Nino. Yeah. Nino was ridiculous. Yeah. I horny. mean, not those people, but like Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Bobby, man. Jesus. <laughs> but normal people. Normal people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that little break there. We had a little mic mic check issue, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If I'd I've, be
1: kind of curious to hear from anybody that is listening um, what their favorite tutorial was. Sure, yeah. And I'm just kind of curious because, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Why I mean, not, that'd, be, you know?
0: that'd be fantastic to hear. I mean, yeah, if anyone listening has a favorite tutorial level, please don't don't hesitate to write in.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you can write to us at uh, noobtalkradio at gmail.com. I don't say that nearly enough on the show. <laughs> uh, and you can <laughs> I didn't now... even know that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And you can now follow us on Twitter. We're at Noob Talk radio. Uh, if it matters, it's a capital N, like capital noob, capital talk, capital radio. It probably doesn't matter though,
1: right? Probably not. There's nothing much there right now. You know, I know so little about on Twitter.
0: There. Yeah, we're 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 barely on Twitter, but we are technically on Twitter. We're gonna work on uh, getting that f- fleshed out as soon mm-hmm. as possible. Um, but feel free to send us a DM on Twitter. You know, let us know what your favorite uh, favorite tutorial is. If you have got any questions, please feel free to write in. We'd love to read them. Mike, thank you very much for the question. We've actually been playing a bunch of Aliens Fireteam oh, a nice. bunch. We've played. Uh, yeah, I guess, so. I mean, we, we've only played one session, but I played um, one session, we did three levels with him and the other friend of the show, Matt, and um, it was pretty awesome. Nice, I mean, yeah. nice. I was trying to demolish her. Uh, the demolisher's
1: dope,
0: yo. Yeah, yeah he is dope. Yeah, He's my yeah. favorite. <laughs> He's pretty amazing. I'm, I'm digging the micro-rockets, mm-hmm. and that, I mean that's the best, and uh, the smart gun is pretty... The
1: smart gun is dope.
0: It feels so classically, iconically, Aliens. Yeah, Bill Paxton I know. Yeah, I mean, like, the idea of... I mean, because you have a lot of options for that weapon, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's, like, six or seven different, including rocket launchers. The flamethrower is pretty amazing. But i got to be honest, it's pretty hard to imagine unequipping that smart gun. I
1: just want the smart gun. That's it. Yeah, I it's the only thing I've used on it. i tried... Something else, I think, once and I was like, oh fuck this. Like, yeah. no.
0: <laughs> it's just too iconically aliens. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, do you want to feel like a colonial marine or you do you not? Yeah. <laughs> you know? no. But uh, yeah, no, it was pretty awesome. Mike's a technician, Matt's a gunner, I think.
1: Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to have the variety. I can't imagine it what really it would be like playing all three the same. Yeah, no. I mean, no, it not. might be kind of fun if you're three demolishers. <laughs> you might do some pretty awesome things, but if you're a medic, you know it is. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like
0: demolisher a lot, but I might just go back to my recon though too because I just like the recon. Yeah, like he's, I got him leveled up, and like he's really he's he's really a me class. Like I think I like. I like support classes. Hmm. I like doing shit like, you know, replenishing ammo, like right, granting right. little bits of health to people. Yeah, it's fun. Spotting all the enemies so that everyone has information. You know, mm-hmm. It's kind of uh, it's it's not not a, it's not sexy, but it's a nice role to fill, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like shooting aliens with my sleeves cut off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is something you do a lot as a demolisher. It is. It is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Mike, thanks for heading in. And uh, we're gonna move on to do you wanna handle the day before now or what we can play?
1: Sure. Oh, no, let's do uh, what we've been playing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess you, we might as well just flow right into what we've been playing because I, that's already, you know, <laughs> I've been playing some really inspired games. Exa-
1: and I've been oh. playing Hunt, so, you know. Oh, have you?
0: Just a few rounds Did I actually there. not even write that on the. I've got you down. For, oh, no, I did. What did I write you down? At? Yeah. A couple of rounds of Hunt and some
1: RDO trolling is what just I've Just a little bit. You. You know, <laughs> just a little bit. Talk to me, Teague. <laughs> well, Hunt has just been. Uh, uh, there's an event going on. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been uh, it's a long event. I think it's like when Jeez. it started, it was sixty days maybe. Hmm. Um, and it's the same thing. Points, you know, you find the, you know, the deal with the <laughs> events, right? Um, same as
0: the R- Raven event or whatever the last one was. I can't no,
1: well, sort of. I mean, there's those. Uh, they always have something like some sort of uh, pumpkin heads or you know scarecrows or whatever that you find. They have other ways to get event points in some of the others, like the crow one. Was Shooting crows. Killing crows. Right. Uh, something to do with, uh, no, bug ladies. There was different ways to get points for all kinds of them. So this is like pretty much the same shit. You get points for looting bodies, hmm. finding these things. There's a, sort of like a kiln a fireplace by the boss where you can like double your points now. Hmm. Um, Stuff like that. You get some for killing a boss, uh, whatever, maybe for extracting two. uh, I don't even know. But like 60 days, it's long. It's it's a big event. Um, And I've had a couple of buddies that um, have been playing, so messed around with them here and there. And uh, it's been pretty fun. I got some, uh, I think I got six kills in a game uh, the other day. Um, that's pretty fucking good Yeah, my Jesus. buddy got seven though uh, <laughs> Yeah oh, Fucker um, But one yesterday actually I got three kills But one of them was my teammate um, oh, my God. <laughs> that's awesome Yeah <laughs> Was it you thought they were an enemy or No, 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 no um, <laughs> It was a shit show There was It was two on two We were in close quarters Fucking Whatever I smoked one guy And then my buddy was running around a room with the other guy trying to melee him he had like a sliver of health left i ran in with a shotgun <laughs> took a shot <coughs> missed and um <laughs> killed buddy i i happened to kill the other guy after though and revived my buddy nice. so it was all good we <laughs> nah, got, you made up for it <laughs> we got both bosses extracted whatever Shit. it was all good. No, that's um, good that's a good mission <laughs> you yeah, know not bad Damn. but um but fuck yeah and actually you know what uh, about three games ago, too, I killed Bobby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was on him. Fuck. I was throwing a grenade and I was like, dude, I'm throwing a grenade. I'm like, are you moving in still? Like, what are you doing? Get the fuck back. I'm throwing a grenade. It's, like, it's already in the air, asshole. Like, move. <laughs> and boom, and he's dead. I'm like, dude. I guess it's my bad. I mean, I threw the grenade, but like, fuck, I said I was throwing it for a long time before That's I really did it. Funny, man. And um, yeah, and I. Didn't kill the other guys And revive them that time We all just died <laughs> and, uh, Well, whatever Dude, that's 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 funny man. It's a super different game though Two and three people
0: Yeah Like So were you playing with three this time? Yeah Okay, cool yeah. Interesting
1: And um Yeah, it's a, it's a totally different vibe Yeah Like the three on three shit is uh, I don't know how some people go one on three Like they play by themselves against trios And it's like You guys are out of your fucking mind yeah. Like that's that's Nino level. Um, for sure. For or sure. whatever, uh, Doctor Disrespect, you know? Yeah.
0: I- I've probably had, like, w- I think I've had one kill a few times in Hunt Showdown, mm-hmm. but honestly, like, the last several times I played the game, I was never even close to a kill. Like, okay, yeah. not even cl- Like, I would just straight up panic fire as soon as I see somebody. Yeah, yeah. And, like... Yeah, there was not even. Maybe I was close a few times, but like mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so heinously bad at that game. It's not even. Me too. I Me think too. it's, but I think I feel like, or at least this is what I tell myself. I feel like it's the skill level of the people playing, because I don't think I'm I'm inherently that terrible. Because actually, I mean, uh, I didn't mean to derail you, but no, you know, not at all. Because I've been playing Deathloop, and I just turned on the skill based. No, the just the the PvP the online period. Oh, okay. Right, because so I've been playing single player the whole time, and it's like so in Deathloop. First of all, I'm now sad that I was harsh on this game when it came out. Um, but that I mean that came from a not surprising place because I just had a really mixed experience with previous Arcane stuff, mm-hmm. like Dishonored. Extremely didn't like Prey was kind of my bag, you know, and like I just felt very mixed about them. And gotta be honest, like Deathloop when it came out what didn't help was that the sites like IGN gave it a 10 and I was just fired. like dude like come on and, I, and and like when people like Skill Up are having a very extremely strong doesn't recommend I'm like there's no way this can
1: be a 10 yeah
0: I don't see it anyway you know I mean I, and I believed it was good at the time right? mm-hmm. because I was like I mean even if it wasn't a 10 uh, I had followed the game enough to know for a fact that the actual game design on display in Deathloop is extremely fascinating mm-hmm. and like Kind of, I mean, I, I don't mean to be grandiose, but like a little groundbreaking, I think. Yeah. Mostly because it's a roguelike first-person shooter where you can die and lose all your progress mm-hmm. in a story-based game by a AAA company. And it's just like these are things that do not go together. Right. Like right. nobody makes roguelike FPS games that are aaa Mm -hmm. that are effectively standard FPS games other than the fact that they're roguelikes. Right. Right. And when I say roguelikes, I just mean, like, they have permanent death in them. Okay. Right? Like, so, yeah, I mean, Deathloop, it's, like, you know, it's got got a day-night cycle. Or rather, it's, like, there's four time periods. There's morning, noon, afternoon, evening. Every day goes through the four cycles. And then when you get to evening, you loop and you start again. And so, either when you loop or when you die the thing resets. Mm-hmm. One of the two, right? You, you get to the end, it resets. If you die, it resets. But if you die, and if you get to the end of the day also, I mean, if, actually, no, yeah, if you die, you lose everything, hands down, there's no... Right. But they, they introduce like a um, infusing system pretty mm-hmm. quick into the game. This is where, you know, the, back to the tutorial question, it's like, tutorials in Deathloop, they were a little annoying, like... But completely na- necessary. of them was like I did not need to turf that at all come on Mm -hmm. but then the 10% telling me about how to infuse stuff and how the loop cycle works yeah that shit was extremely confusing for sure you know so it's like it's so mixed because you know some things yeah you really need it but then it's like they're explaining to me the fine details of like how a a power that makes that gives me invisibility works and it's like well it fucking gives invisibility yeah what else is there I have You can imagine the, (laughs) it's like, it does exactly what an invisibility power would think you you would think it would do. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, the game design is like, it's just extremely different and out there. And I got to be honest, after playing so much of Deathloop now, I've I've gotten extremely into it. I am 100% going to play it until I I finish everything, Hmm. like, for sure. Like, I fucking love it. I think it's amazing. Wow. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, and I got, and I, I'm now thinking back to the fact that it was a, was it not a launch title? It was a PS5 launch title, wasn't it? Was
1: it? I don't... I feel like no, but I could be totally wrong.
0: Deathloop... Okay, no, no, it's true. Yeah, so I mean, the console was launched in 2020, and it was just maybe the earliest PS5 exclusive. Okay. No, but it came out in, uh, you know, just under a year after the console came out. Right. I was uh, pretty, pretty close into the, like, you could call it launch window, maybe. Yeah, okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, as an early PS5 game for PS5 owners, like, holy shit. Very cool. Like, I would fucking... If, if there was a game like that when PS4 came out, I would have flipped my fucking lid. Like, mm. man. I mean, yeah, I was, like, I played it. I mean, I played I, Infamous Second Son was the most... And I don't like those games, you know. Like I played that when PS4 came out because it was the one that was closest to what I like. Right. But there was no sort of I don't know big Dark Souls game or something. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, well, Demon Souls remake was actually a launch title for PS5. That, right. You know. But a remake, whatever.
1: Oh, but dude, it's like yeah, no, such know, a know, fucking good remake. Like that game's amazing. But
0: anyways, uh, yeah. So Deathloop is fucking incredible, and like it's such a nice, gosh. Like I'm realizing only now that like yeah, that really was a really nice get for PS5. You know. Hmm. But it was making, yeah, stuff like websites giving it 10. So it was just like, that's... Too much. It was so clearly not true that I was like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. And the game is, like, I would say, you know, if I was doing their ratings, I'd be like, oh, it's like an 8.5, 9, maybe even 9.5, I don't know. But it's definitely not a 10. Right, right, right. Like, it's not mastery on the same level as, like, Elden Ring or Last of Us, for example. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, yeah, comparing Last of Us to this, it's like, there they're clearly is like a, there's a caliber difference. Right, you know? right, right. And it's still an excellently polished AAA game, Deathloop, you know, it's mm-hmm. just yeah you know, it's not uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah you know but um but it is it's really so all that to say i i just leaped left into the online of death loop and unfortunately it's so late like the game is so unpopular and it's so late after it came out that i tried invading as juliana so that's the uh, do you know the sort of vaguely yeah it's like y- the whole time you can get invaded by juliana and she's she's the basically you have to kill eight visionaries during the loop mm-hmm. if you kill all eight visionaries you break out of the loop you beat the game but the thing is, it's impossible to kill all eight visionaries in one day to begin with. Right.
1: Because they're not in the same place. Right. And so you, you can, have to do stuff to send them there to make sure that you can kill them all in the cycle, right?
0: It's so fucking cool, man. Yeah, the whole thing's like a puzzle. It's like you have to. The first thing I did to advance the story was there's a scientist who is really obsessed with an experiment that happens at like. He completes it at like um, evening. And because of that, he doesn't go to Alexis's party where you can kill Alexis during that evening. He declines the party invitation. Mm -hmm. So you have to botch his experiment and make the experiment impossible to complete by doing something at a different time period so that he'll have no other reason to decline the offer to go to the party and he ends up being at the party. Amazing it's incredible yeah so I've finished that now so it's like he's now waiting at the party with Alexis so that I can kill them but you have to figure out cause, how and, to get them all there yeah. yeah and also some of the like I also found out that one of the visionaries she absolutely is going to be there in the morning in a different place Hmm. So I know that I have to kill her in a specific place now. Right, right. I can't get her to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to isolate. You know, which of the people I can move somewhere else versus which of the ones are, are forced to be in this area. It's just a really neat thing and super cool idea. Fucking genius, man. And um, and Juliana is the only visionary, the only of the eight visionaries who is like not. She's not tied to anywhere. Like, she can just come, she can inv- she can come in- invade you in your game at any time, appear at any time. She has totally random powers that could be from any of the different visionaries, um, and she can also do a weird thing, like, she can chameleon with uh, normal enemies, so she can make, she can swap places mm-hmm. and make herself look like a normal enemy. And the only way to tell she's different is because of her behavior. Right. Right? And when you play single player, which I did for a while because I couldn't stomach the idea of... Because she can invade literally at any time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't deal with another player killing me really fast when I'm not... I don't even know what this game is about, you know? For sure. I just turned it on and I totally have regrets about waiting so long to turn it on. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I got... when I So I tried to invade as Juliana, somebody else's game. Didn't work. I sat there for like three to five minutes. No, no games to invade. Which really? Probably mostly because, I mean, I was playing at like lunchtime. And also the game's just not that popular.
1: Okay. It's
0: not that popular and it's a long time after it came out now. Right? Okay, yeah. But anyways, I was still a little surprised. But then I, I played my own game for a little bit, and I swear within like twenty seconds I was invaded by a player Juliana and like totally killed him like no problem. Nice, nice. But I think it's like you know, Deathloop is a casual game. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't think like the, the overall like the skill level, so I'm not intimidated like by the type of people who are playing Deathloop because I think that skill level I can compete with.
1: You know? Yeah, often they, they do your first uh, your first time... I feel like there's some games that for the first time they throw a softball at you to make it feel like oh, I can do this. Oh, maybe. Um, yeah. And then, then they throw the real shit at you. <laughs> yeah. um, well,
0: I don't know if it's skill-based matchmaking. The game doesn't tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: just know the first time I ever played Warzone, um, I was like getting kills and stuff and I was like, whatever. And then I played it again. And what the... Fuck. <laughs> um, like, dude. Like, yo. Um, no shit. I never played it again. <laughs> like I said, I just lost interest. In I was yeah, like, yeah, no, nah, I don't want to deal with this craziness. This is wild. Yeah. Um, but there was a huge, like, I, I feel like they put me in, like, a, they gave me training wheels or something, you know? Mm. Like, uh,. Maybe he threw me in a bouncy castle with some fake enemies or something, you know? Uh, sure, make me yeah. feel good. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Hunt might do that too. Some under the hood skill based matchmaking they yeah, don't tell you about. <laughs> sort of, but they, they give you, like, skill lower than yours. Like, so it's, like, prompts you up to feel like, I could do this. Yeah. And then when you actually get to your skill level, it's like, yeah, fuck it, right. Yeah. And then if you go beyond that, forget about it. Yeah. Um, but.
0: I don't know. I mean, I feel like for Deathloop, the player pool is so incredibly low. Yeah, there's no way that, that no. can be happening. You know, no, probably not. But um, man, I had such a blast though. Like it was so fun hunting this. I wish you like if you ever get a PS5, mm. like for sure. I mean, if you can find Deathloop, I think you're gonna you're gonna be. It's the kind of game that you'll be able to find on like massive sales mm-hmm. pretty soon. You know, like. Probably twenty bucks or like even less, maybe you know. Okay. Um, just because it's not, it, it did its numbers and it's not that popular for whatever reason. It's not that popular, game, right, right? Despite really good critic reviews uh, and its actual quality level. But it's like, yeah, we should we we should totally just to show you what it's like. Like I'd love for you to be able to invade me. Or vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know, just to like test stuff. Just for the hell of it. Just for the hell of it. Yeah, but it's like, it's such a neat cat and mouse game. Mm. And like, the uh, the ironic thing about Deathloop 2 is that like, Skillop was so harsh on it, on his I don't recommend video. Mm. And none of his points are incorrect. Like, none of them. Okay. I just... They just don't resonate with me at all. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) You know? It's like, I just... I like all the things that he doesn't like, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. I don't know, yeah. But I found the invading to be amazing. Completely changes the game. You think about the world and the stuff in it completely differently. It's like it would be a bloodbath of enemies before and just, like, nonstop killing. Like, anyone who's good at FPSs, it's like, you can take them out really easily. Hmm. Um, And it's a total bloodbath. But suddenly, when someone invades well, you can't kill people because then they know exactly where you are.
1: Right. So it
0: completely changes the game. Also, suddenly an invisibility power that was kind of whatever against the regular game is like, yeah, I would really like to be cloaked against an invading Juliana. plate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, just completely changes the face of, like, everything. Yeah. And, like, loadout, too. Like, maybe I'll take the sniper rifle now. Mm -hmm. But can I even rely on my, like, can I shoot things that well under stress? I need to be able to see them
1: before they see me for it to be useful. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I hear you,
0: man. Really fun though. Like I, I can't wait to play more of the game. Period, and especially more with actual players invading. Nice. You know, but nice. uh, fucking loving it. Yeah, that's awesome. No, um, oh, it's uh, yeah. I I I'm shocked by how how much I'm enjoying it. You know. Wow. Um, yeah, the first time I played it, I think I just was not in the mood.
1: Fair enough. And Dude, that's it. That's plenty know. of stuff is like that. Like I've so many games that's been the case. So many movies. You know, I've watched and like, nah, not feeling it. And then people are like, serious? Like, what yeah. the fuck, man? Yeah. Like. Yeah. How? And I watch it again I'm like Yo What is wrong with me? Like I totally enjoyed it The second <laughs> time You know like,
0: Yeah yeah. I mean you know Also stuff like You've told me for a long time That Robocop was a good The remake of Robocop Was a good movie mm. And like I believe you But I've had zero desire To watch it no. And then for whatever reason This recent time that You told me about it I'm like You know what That actually does sound Pretty awesome Maybe I'll try it It was just and fun like, Yeah I mean I, I, you know, I wasn't in the mood before mm-hmm. and it's That's like, the thing though like, And if you
1: push yourself <laughs> To watch it then You're just tainting it yeah. You know, like, yeah. you're, you're not going to enjoy it, and whatever.
0: Totally, man. And I know I've been going on, but I, I don't mean to just tote the praises of Deathloop, but the fucking voice acting mm-hmm. is so goddamn good. Okay. Like, the script does not suck. Hmm. It's 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 really well written, and it's really well acted, and like, holy shit, it makes such a difference. Yeah, you know? no, it really but, does. Uh, because, and there's, like, constant banter between Colt and Juliana. Right. Because she's, like, making fun of him and taunting him all the time because, like, you know, because, yeah, her job is to protect the loop and he's trying to break the loop. And like, Right. Yeah, she's just constantly, like, shit-talking him and vice versa. And uh, it's just really funny, man. Nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Super nice. good game. Yeah, it's got a fun, like, sort of James Bond, like... Cartoony James Bond sort of aesthetic. Okay, thing. yeah,
1: like That's 007
0: I, uh, Sort of, yeah. The Golden Eye, sorry. But more like, a, I don't know, like almost like Saturday Saturday morning cartoon version of serious Bond.
1: Okay. I don't know
0: how to describe it. Yeah, it's, okay. uh, but it's very stylistic and like it kind of works for me. Yeah. But uh, anyways, good shit. Um, you take a break. And yeah, we'll take a little break and we'll come back with some 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 David before speculation. Sounds good. Uh, I just want to give a quick plug to this "Day Before" video that uh, Teague was kind enough to put on my radar. This is off the YouTube channel Force Gaming. The title of the video is "The Day Before: Why You Should Be Concerned." Uh, this came out July 16th, so not that long ago, uh, and th- it came out quite recently after their last their last delay was uh, announced. Um, they delayed into 2023 now, I believe. Can't remember if the specific date or not, but even if there is one. I wouldn't believe it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And also came after they did their... There was that article about the the volunteering stuff that we discussed. Right. Video tagline reads, The day before is the most wishlisted game on Steam. Clearly there's an appetite for a new zombie survival MMO, but the developer's history should leave us very skeptical on how likely they are to deliver. Let's dive in. Uh, And then he goes through various topics. He talks about uh, several abandoned games that they've sort of like half put out and then kind of completely gave up on and or
1: sold the rights to, Mm -hmm. um, which... I mean, there's a lot of ways to read this, is probably a little sketchy. Yeah. Um, well, again, the best way to judge um, how a game's going to be is the history, right? Uh, of the company. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. well, the history of this company is not ideal. Uh, he also talks about how we should be concerned about, basically,
0: the, the, I think the crux of his his whole argument is the history is not great. The footage they showed is sort of clearly doctored slash can't possibly be real footage. Or can't possibly be, it can be in-game, but it can't possibly be the actual people playing it. And like uh, several developers commenting on watching the video that he sh- highlights in his video, uh, he, there are some actual industry veterans who were um, sort of reacting to the day before videos. And they were saying that it was more like a vertical slice, uh, which is just you know standard industry term for doctor, any any doctored segment of footage, like all the cyberpunk stuff, right. you know, pre-release. Right. Uh, people were shown a, a brief, they talk
1: about watchdogs. They talk about uh, totally a few games.
0: Totally, um, and he's saying that you know, rather those developers are saying it's a vertical slice. Force gaming is saying that you know, watch out. Don't think this is like actual in-game footage because it's probably not. Um, I'm sure he's right there. Uh, and then he also he also talks about the sort of sketchiness of the they're seeking um, uh, volunteering. They're seeking volunteer help rather than paying their employees, and that's completely. I think he just. I mean, I don't know, but I think he just misread the news articles that came out around that time because from what I saw, it's 100% unclear. They've just never said anything about the fact that they're actually trying to get volunteers rather than paying employees. Right. It was just the whole branding thing about how they like to call all their employees volunteers regardless of whether they're paid volunteers or unpaid volunteers. Right, right. It's weird, but they never actually said that they either, A, don't have funding or B, can't afford to pay people. It's entirely possible that's true. It's just, there's just actually not any real corroborative information for that right either way you know right. uh, as far as I can tell
1: well, do you, why don't you
0: tell me your take on it uh, yeah
1: I mean I um, yeah I have concerns for it um, I mean again it looks cool I was thinking this is a reason to get a ps5 for mm-hmm. this game alone like because it looks amazing but after seeing this video and thinking about it a little bit I'm like well you know uh, Well, I'll wait. Um, Mm -hmm. This isn't really a reason to get a PS5 yet. It's not even out yet. I mean, I don't know how much. I don't know when it'll be. And uh, all in all, just kind of raised some uh, some caution on my part. Yeah, it just made me think. "Eh, Maybe I'll I'll just wait and see. You know. Sure. Um, Sure. Um. And I again, I just found it interesting that they had the 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 developers speaking on it too, right? Mm -hmm, Um, actual experts on this shit talking. For sure. And I was like, okay. It doesn't quite seem so speculative when you have industry experts speaking on it, you know? Yeah, they're pointing
0: at how it's like kind of, I mean, A, that it's probably impossible to do do the type of things that they're showing in the videos as well as they can in an MMO game.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then also Force Gaming is saying that they're muddying the message there a lot. They maybe never explicitly say that they're actual players, but they intimate extremely strongly that they're actual players. Yeah, right. And th- that's clearly the purpose of the video is to show them as players. When really that's almost impossible that that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, that is a little underhanded and like you're not really being totally honest there. He's sort of saying like, then what are you hiding?" You know, And it's um, yeah, that makes sense. And I think that the only reason why I'm not as... (laughs) It both gave me... Like, this video gave me a bit of um, satisfaction when I initially said that I had a weird, sinister impression about the studio. (laughs) Uh, It both was like... It felt good for that reason. But then at the same time, it's true, all the things he's saying. But also, you know, vertical slices aren't anything new. Like, that's not weird. Tons of other games that have come out over the history of games have had... You know, really impressive vertical slices that didn't reflect the final product this is not a big studio like it looks like a very small studio or at least a very mi- medium tier studio and I feel like you know for them to want to put a best foot forward in terms of their best looking gameplay doesn't necessarily because they need to generate enough hype and enough Yeah. you know what I mean like they need to be the most wishlisted game on Steam so that they can get the help to actually make kind of thing I can see a lot of different angles here and I, j- I don't necessarily perceive it as nefarious but in the sense of it may very well be a pipe dream. He's totally right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But this game was clearly a, a kind of a pipe dream to me to begin From with. The start, yeah. Yeah, like, it was just way too good looking. It really was. For the size of studio making it, you know, and, like, the, the experience they have. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, you know, they abandoned games, but they also did successfully make, like, Prop Night,
1: which came out in 2021. Oh, yeah, 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 totally.
0: Some sort of weird, like, physics game.
1: Yeah, it you know? was very weird. It, like, a mix between Dying Light not Dying Light. Um, left 4 Dead. Yeah. Not Left 4... Fuck. Um, dead by Daylight. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Yeah. sort of Dead by Daylight, but weird flying around. You control objects? Yeah. And smash them into other things? I don't know. You know. It's super weird. Yeah, it looked like as players you were objects, and as the person hunting the players you were hitting these flying objects, hope, thinking that, hoping that they were the people, maybe. I don't know, man. It looked so strange. Super strange? But I feel like it at least, it is
0: a released game, and to me, it puts a totally different spin on the fact that they've abandoned games before. Yes. Yeah. Because they did make one thing, and I, I can see it from the perspective also of, like, well, of course they abandoned these other things, because they clearly weren't working. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have still made a thing that, e- even though it's not the best thing around, it's, like, it, it's published, it's it out works, there. yeah. Yeah, it looks, I mean, visually, it looks very nice, I thought. You know, like, I don't have any mm-hmm. desire to play it, but... No. I do feel like it's a nice proof of concept for the fact that they can do things like that, you know. Yeah. Um. It's a it's a fascinating uh, little YouTube sort of video. Yeah. Um. Cool breakdown. Like I, I would recommend go check it out if you're interested in day before. It's a little bit on the long side, but again, if it's you're if
1: you're interested in day before, then take a look. You know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't yeah.
0: know. If you're a super fan, you'll probably you you maybe could benefit from a bit of tempering of expectations. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I
1: think I certainly did at least. Mm. <laughs> I think you were there already, but I think I maybe needed to. I think the I was. I was on the I had tempered my expectations because of Cyberpunk um, mm. and that's that kind of opened my eyes to let, being like ooh, I don't know about you guys like I don't know about left me a little sketchy but uh, you've more experienced stuff like Rust and like uh, you know that, yeah, that type Rust of MMO like, stuff too right it's almost, like, it's almost 10 years old you know Like, um, but it's
0: that kind of project you know massively multiplayer oh yeah, like yeah. sandbox they're, they're you know.
1: are, I don't want to say always I I do kind of want to say always, though, but they're always fucked up. Um, they kind of are. They really are, and <clears throat> I mean, doesn't mean you can't find an enjoyment in it, but um, like, well, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and this again just seemed too good to be true. You know. For sure. I just hope it comes out, and I hope it's the kind of fucked up that I might dig. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> <laughs> again, you I'm
0: played talking. Cyber Cyberpunk Day One. Yeah. On well, PS4. But Cyberpunk is a triple-A game. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as it's a broken triple-A game, it's undeniably a triple-A game, and it has those production values, and it has that money behind it. Right. And that's what makes me worried about these guys, is that, like, they're not even close to as big a studio. No. As... No. no. <laughs> so, I don't know what to expect from there, you know?
1: Here's hoping. Anyway. But it's
0: like, their videos look more polished than Cyberpunk. Absolutely. So it's like, okay. <laughs> Something's got to be going on here. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But we'll see, man. We'll see. That's it. Should we move on? Let's do it. Okay. Moving on to the news. Number one, no reference to a PlayStation PC launcher has been discovered in Spider-Man PC. Uh, August 16th, I got this on Video Games Chronicle. This follows the discovery of references to PSN account linking. References to a PlayStation PC launcher have been found within the files of Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, which launched on PC last week, suggesting that such a platform could be in Sony's future plans. VGC has verified the files and seen the reference to the PlayStation PC launcher. This follows discovery that Sony could be planning to introduce PlayStation Network integration to its PC games. While neither Marvel's Spider-Man nor any other PlayStation Studios PC game currently allows connectivity with PSN accounts, Spider-Man's files contain multiple references to quote-unquote PSN account linked and quote-unquote PSN linking entitlements. Thus far, all of Sony's PC games have been released on Steam and the Epic Game Store. While PlayStation has a PlayStation PC brand, it is generally used as a collective term for all PC re-releases, rather than a launcher. Uh, It's possible that these references could suggest a bespoke version of the PlayStation Store that could come to PC. This, coupled with the references to account integration, could eventually lead to cross-purchasing for titles on PC and PS5. Um, So that's pretty much all there is to say here. It's basically um, an extremely believable information leak about the fact that playstation could be planning to make their own sort of launcher like all the other companies right not at all surprising i mean not surprising that they would have a lot like the idea of a launcher is not at all surprising um but sony has been let's how could we say reticent to put their games on pc in the past mm-hmm. um, like this this is the new stuff with spider-man god of war now is on the, the first god of war is on pc right. horizon is also on pc um i think i just think it's I mean this is beyond us, but I think it's cool for PlayStation because I think it's really smart for them to sort of start branching out and like looking at other sources of revenue. Yeah. Um I feel like they're a little behind in terms of that stuff compared to the other companies. Okay. Um and I, I kind of I think it's just like a good sign for I, I worry about much like the <laughs> the doting father with its child, I worry about PlayStation sometimes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Enough. Fair enough. Like I hope they're gonna be they're gonna be okay and they're gonna stay around mm-hmm. and like I think that this sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. Do you have anything more to add? Not really, no. I'm just happy to see that they're thinking about the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Moving on to number two. Unity rejects a $17.5 billion takeover offer. Uh, this is August 16th. Uh, I'm getting this off IGN. Uh, IGN's getting this off a Reuters news article. Uh, now, I wrote this one, but this is also linked... I linked here the original article. Mobile software company offers to buy Unity for over $17 billion. So basically, uh, again, this is kind of like... Also, it's not really our sphere. Nope. I just thought it was interesting gaming news because Unity is such a, uh, a strong enabling system for, I mean, lots of AAA games um, and lots of, but for me, I guess, more importantly, lots of indie games. You, I mean, Unity is kind of huge in the sort of making indie development accessible 3D indie development uh, accessible for a lot of like small you know small small studios small companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually investigated Unity myself at one point in time to see if it would maybe be a good fit for if I was going to make a game for PlayStation for example. Like, would it be a good? It seems like it's a really good platform to develop on. I know a friend who works at Unity and he talked to me a lot about it. it sounds like they sound like a pretty cool company to work for, and I'm happy that they rejected the offer um, because I was concerned that Unity first of all they wanted to be bought by I believe it was. Was it AppLovin? It's fucking yeah. app. <laughs> yeah, they, they they rejected the offer from AppLovin. Now App I, I, I can't just can't say that name with a straight face, man. Hmm. It's McLovin every time for me. It is. <laughs> um, AppLovin is. <laughs> they work primarily with monetization software for mobile games, um, and that like that's their kind of their like you know the reason for existence. So they're all about the monetizing, and I was just concerned because if AppLovin bought Unity then I was worried about what the trickle-down effects would be for Unity, for uh, indie developers using Unity because, and man, I mean, we won't get into all the like, there's a whole lot of Corpo speak here, right? For sure. Despite what Apple AppLovin may or may not say, uh, I feel like it could easily mean that they would then be heavily monetizing the Unity platform for indie developers. Right. And the way it works now with Unity, <clears throat> they're actually a pretty cool company to work for, I think. I mean, rather to develop games under because, They have a system that's like really friendly to indie developers Mm -hmm. it's kind of like yeah you i can't remember but i investigated it at one point in time it's something like the first x amount of dollars is not like you don't have to pay anything once you go past a certain amount then you have to start paying like a little percentage to unity that kind of thing, but it's, right. it's like to just start using the platform, you don't really need to worry about giving them money.
1: Which is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's a really, like the barrier of entry for people just trying to learn coding and learn programming. It's like you don't have to worry about b- putting a big financial investment before just testing out, you know, do I even like this? Right. You know, can I even develop? Like, can I code? You know, like, blah. Yeah. So it's it's super cool for any developers at the moment, where, and, you know, bigger companies they because of the amounts they sell they pay just like a regular amount kind of thing like a, they pay a regular percentage of every sale kind of thing but um, they're really I mean I, th- I think it's really a good company for indie developers and I just I didn't want to see AppLovin turn this into like Yeah. <laughs> You know, some sort of just horrible, like uh, gouging, like immediately raising the tithe for like indie developers to like, yeah. like you have to pay them an initial investment, and then like you also have to pay them x amount of even the first hundred copies of your game. Yeah, because yeah. it's like currently as an indie developer, it's like if you sell seventy five copies, I think you kind of don't pay them anything. You know? Right. Which like sort of makes sense because it's not really making any money for anybody. <laughs> you yeah. Know? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just leave the poor indie developers alone. you know Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, so I'm happy to see that it got refused, and. Unity themselves is investigating. They were already investigating acquiring Iron Source, which is another company that does similar stuff to Applevin. So I like that better. They're going to continue pursuing that deal allegedly, and I like that better because I feel like Unity getting other people to work under it is maybe good because they seem to already be in a. They've configured themselves to be sort of a friendly company. Right. I don't know. That's. I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Fair enough. Yep. Got nothing. Fair enough, man. Let's move on to number three. First ever Disney and Marvel games showcase coming in September. This is uh, August 15th. I got this off IGN, and IGN got this directly off the Disney Games Twitter account. A first-ever Disney and Marvel Games Showcase will debut next month, featuring brand-new video game announcements from the likes of Star Wars, Pixar, Marvel, and more. The digital showcase will debut during the D23 Expo on September 9th, and has already promised further updates on Marvel's Midnight Suns, Amy Henning's Marvel Ensemble game from Skydance New Media, LEGO Star Wars Skywalker Saga, and Disney Dreamlight Valley. I don't know what that is. Marvel Games, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Games will all be present to some degree, bringing quote-unquote reveals, announcements, and trailers for new and upcoming games, according to Disney. Um, now, of you know, other stuff we know of in development... I was mostly intrigued by this from the Star Wars angle. hmm totally. I mean, you know, Marvel... Whatever. We have plenty of Marvel games. We will always have plenty of Marvel games. I'm not dying for information about Marvel games. No. Although people that will might really like this. But yeah, the Star Wars games in development... There's a lot of those that we know barely anything about, mm-hmm. uh, including, I mean, there's the Ubisoft Star Wars game, there's that Star Wars um, narrative game being worked on by the same company that did Heavy Rain. I'm blanking on their name at the moment. I so, don't recall either. It's that, that company that was fairly controversial uh, lately because of they, ha- they have some politics that are you know not, not liked by the, the community at large. They do narrative-heavy story games. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're a respected French developer.
1: Yep. French,
0: uh oh <laughs> There you go, from France Oh no <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I just It'll probably be a big fat nothing burger But I would love to know some more information About especially Ubisoft's new Star Wars game Yeah You yeah. know, uh, I think also Respawn is working on an FPS A Star Wars FPS okay. Which of course could also be some You know, story driven FPS along the lines of Like Dark Forces 1 or 2 right. uh, Jedi Knight Dark Forces, which were hugely popular games That I loved mm-hmm. um, very well liked by the community um and you never know i mean that recently is it canceled no suspended indefinitely star wars koto remake that was supposed to be a ps5 exclusive perhaps they'll address that okay yeah i mean who knows yeah but um i'm really curious just to see the star wars games in the pipeline fair enough yeah uh, that's where you'll find it totally man so tune in for that september 9th and moving on to number four Elite Dangerous director David Braben steps down as Frontier CEO after 28 years. Uh, I was reading this off GamesIndustry.biz. I'll read a quote. Company's founder will remain as president, while Johnny Watts will take over on the CEO role. David Braben is stepping down as CEO of Frontier Developments, will be replaced by Chief Creative Officer Johnny Watts. Braben has been CEO of Frontier since he created the company in 1994 and will remain at the studio as president and founder. The announcement clarified this is an executive director position where Braben will quote unquote retain his leadership and vision for Frontier's strategic direction.
1: I thought it was just uh, interesting to well that it also says that the uh, the guy that's going to be taking over Watts joined Frontier in '98, Um yeah. and has been there basically from the get-go. Right? Yeah. So I mean, it's not like they're bringing in some new random young buck. Yeah, like it, it seems like it's just kind of. Some internal shifting, but not, it's not, I don't know. It doesn't sound like really anything to me, you know? Totally um, natural succession. Exactly, you know? I'm um, yeah. just kind of, it really doesn't seem like much to me. Yeah, know? yeah, no, totally. I mean, I only wanted to report on this because I just, I, I don't
0: really know why, but I have a really soft spot in my heart for really Dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really cool production that has existed since, yeah, it was like an open world space exploration game with a scope. I mean, it was drawn with like simple pixel lines, but the scope of the game, and it was originally on like Amiga or Commodore 64 or some shit. Like, we're talking fucking old. Mm. Maybe Apple II Plus? Can't remember, but it's like fucking old. And um, it does what No Man's Sky is doing now in like, you know, back in the day. Yeah. Like on Apple 5. II Plus, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is uh, just completely insane. And then the recent version of Elite Dangerous, it's, it, you know, it, it's the space. It's the space simulator game that I always wanted to get into, but it's just too complicated for me. Too much, yeah. It's just too much. But it's a cool space MMO where you can like play with other people and like fly around the galaxy, get in dogfights. And it, it looked like a more mature version of No Man's Sky to me. Okay, yeah. You know, with like real, like sort of like serious sci-fi looking ships and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I, I just really dug the idea, and I know it has like a small but very sort of devoted following. And I just, you know, we were we recently, I felt like it was a nice way to close out the sort of Elite Dangerous on console saga hmm. because we covered the fact that, you know, they would stated previously that they've had some rough times recently. They've also had some good revenue years. Uh, so, you know, it's mixed. It seems to be still doing fairly well. Um, but they've always been kind of, I guess, I feel like a bit of a guerrilla company. Like, they're a little not standard, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they, they we covered before the fact that they were going to, stop doing development on the Elite Dangerous expansions coming out on console. Mm -hmm. Like, they were like, okay, we'll leave it at the last expansion on console. They're going to support it indefinitely. They didn't give a date for closure or anything. So you can still play it on console. They just, um, I think they realized that at one point in time the balance between like putting the resources in and like getting stuff out was just not working out. Probably not, yeah. So, they're going to focus only on PC, although it has certainly seemed like also a very PC game yeah. from the beginning kind of thing, you know? Pretty much. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm just I'm happy to see that, uh, you know, the the company is, is still going to be in good hands, like you pointed out. It feels like a very nice sort of closing story to, like, the, the CEO and founder of the company is like, you know what? I think it's good. Yeah. Like, it's, it's in, you know, the, the product is good. It's in good hands. Everyone's doing a good job. I've had my time.
1: Yeah, time to I'll move, move on. on. You know, yeah, like 20, and he's staying in the company, right? It's not totally, like He's, he's totally. just stepping down from CEO. Exactly, exactly. And the uh, CEO, I don't know, yeah. whatever. Somebody else is stepping. In. Like totally, totally. I don't know. It doesn't seem like anything's going to change. I see it as like a nice eulogy to the
0: game, where he's like, you know what? It's good now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My work is my work here is done. Yeah, you know? like I can I can step back a little bit, and I think that I think that's nice for me. Yeah. But uh, moving on to number five. Arc Raiders, new sci-fi game from Embark Studios, delayed until
1: 2023. Oh no. (laughs) And this news is August
0: 9th. Uh, I got this off IGN, and the official news came from Embark Studios' uh, official Twitter account. Bit of a caveat before we get into it. Um, It's both to discuss Arc Raiders, because I think Arc Raiders looks fascinating. And it's also, I'm using this topic as a catch-all category for the shit that is getting delayed out of 2022. Right. And what the fuck. Because, so, so, Arc Raiders is delayed... A game I actually want to talk about. But then recently, that, that Forspoken game that is getting memed to shit on the <laughs> <Yeah>. internet. <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah. if you've seen those, but it's hilarious. It is. It is very funny. You, yeah, definitely. Go look up uh, Forspoken memes on, mm-hmm. the, on Twitter because they're, they're fucking awesome. Uh, but Forspoken was delayed. Uh, just recently, Hogwarts Legacy delayed to 2023 off Polygon. Uh, I mean, various sites. Metal Slug Tactics which apparently is being made by four people, and I fucking dig that game. But Metal Select Tactics is getting delayed to 2023. Would love to play that. Marvel's Midnight Suns delayed once again, possibly to 2023. Um, I also put in here, just for fun, Gotham Knights is not delayed. Seems to be actually still, completely everything's on target. October 25th. Uh, and IGN actually has a really nice first sixteen minutes of gameplay exclusive on their website, so right. go check it out if you're into it. I think it looks pretty good. But it's a little ridiculous, the delays this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, we're not even... There's, like, several other major AAA releases that we're not even discussing here, but, um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, like... I just feel like I can't... It's really getting me a little disillusioned with uh, release dates.
1: Yeah, well, I just... I don't trust them, period. Tell me it's coming out in a year or two. Go fuck yourself. I'll believe you when I see it. I mean, day before, there you go. Uh, Everything. Everything. everything, Like, just everything. Just fucking everything. like, oh, yeah, this game is gonna be... At this time, I'm like, I just don't believe it anymore. And, um... I'll leave you when I see it. Totally, totally. Uh, Well, to come back to the Arc Raiders, though, so Arc
0: Raiders is at least an example of a studio that I think it's completely reasonable that they're delaying. Mm -hmm. Like, of all the things, it's like, you know, this game was in extremely early stages, and I did a little bit of digging into Embark Studios themselves. If anybody doesn't remember what Arc Raiders is, um, I would strongly recommend you go and watch the VGA 2021 gameplay trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) We have mixed opinions on it. Mm -hmm. Teague, what did you think? (laughs) I thought
1: it looked amazing. What did you really think? Uh, no, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, no, but it was the song. It was the song. It's like, again, I and I, you know what? I, I looked at the ad that I looked up. I don't think it's that. I think it's oh, yeah. like an Amex ad or American Express. National number five. No, because uh, <laughs> I, I, I actually clicked on it and it wasn't the same. Mm. So I, the song, it might have been the same song, but it wasn't the same version of it anyway. Mm-hmm. But I 100%... Have heard this song on ads for like, I don't know, it could be Skip the Dishes, could be whatever, something on cable. I've heard this song so many times, and then I heard it on this, and I was like, You've got to be fucking kidding me. Um, it just absolutely Reasonable. ruined it for me. I was like, I don't, Reasonable. it doesn't matter how good the game looks mm-hmm. to me. I don't want to fucking touch it, you know. Um, when you incorporate music that heavily into a trailer, mm-hmm. it's always
0: that, right? It's like you're either going to alienate or people are going to love it. Yeah, you know, yep. one of the two. Like just like with the crazy song from the um, st- th- that I'm still extremely excited about that hopefully praying will actually come out this year. Um, yeah, the Atom- atomic, atomic heart, atomic
1: heart, yeah,
0: At- atomic heart game from Moonfish Studio, the Russian Russian studio Moonfish. They had that crazy, like, Russian pop song in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, which was awesome. It was completely amazing. But if I hated that
1: song, it would have completely ruined the entire trailer. Yeah, if I had heard it on, like, you know, the Google Pixel 6 ad, like, Mm. a thousand times in the past month, I would be like, okay, I absolutely don't want to play this
0: game. Fortunately, no one in North America has heard of the Russian band Mirage, (laughs) which is a totally awesome 80s pop band you should look up. But, um, yeah, so to come back to our graders, I hear you. Like if if I hated the music, I would hate it too. But when I watched the Arcaders trailer, uh, and, and Jake, I know you're going to listen to this. Go check out the VGA 2021 trailer. I immediately thought uh, my brother is really into this Earth Defense Force series. Mm-hmm. That's like a weird, very little known Japanese like uh, Japanese developed action games that are kind of like War of the Worlds. Right Like really arcadey War of the Worlds Sort of Godzilla Kind of stuff Yeah It's like you play As like these Earth Defense Marines Versus like Either giant ants Or like you know Giant mutated ants Mutated spiders Robots from outer space mm-hmm. Like giant Godzilla Mecha, mecha things Oh okay, Yeah and you can, like, blow up buildings and stuff. And, like, it's just really frenzy, chaotic nonsense. Yeah. But the whole thing's co-op. And, like, I, I get into, I've I played several of them. They're, I kind of think they're super fun, too. Um, but, yeah, I immediately saw, thought when I saw this trailer, I was like, oh, it's it's AAA, super high budget Earth Defense Force. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm yeah, I'm 100% down for that. But um, the, 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 a couple of caveats. The game is going to be free to play. That's the biggest strike against it. Yeah. Who knows what that's going to mean? Um, another thing they said with the delay is that um, unf- maybe, unfortunately, they're added, they're going to add PvP elements, whereas previously it was only a Pv PvE three player co op game. Okay. I like PvP. I love PvP, uh, especially alongside, like I said about Deathloop, alongside other other single player things. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting, uh, and I'm kind of into it. The only problem I see is that because it's a free to play game, before my method, of my 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 thinking was like. Okay, well, it, who cares? It's I mean it's a free to play game, but it's three player co op. So what's the worst that can happen? They have like, you know, you get level boosts or something by paying money. Who cares? And probably it'll and hopefully it'll just be cosmetics. Great. But as soon as it becomes PvP, it's like that introduces the whole angle of like now there's paid con you can pay for stuff that makes you better against players. Yeah. Pay and to win. You, you never know if they're gonna do pay to win or not, yeah. right? So now it's a big question mark. Yeah. But even if it is pay to win, I would probably I mean this is the only free-to-play game I've ever been interested in, okay. so far. Um, so that's that's neat for me, mm-hmm. and like I'm curious to like I'm definitely going to be keeping a very close eye on this. Um, I gotta say too, the Embark Studios, I kind of dug into them a little bit, and they haven't an, they have an interesting track record. Like so the the co-founder of the studio, uh, CEO Patrick Soderlund, founded it in November 2018. So we're talking about a while ago now. Yeah, he was the executive vice president of EA Studios um, from 2018 going all the way back to 2005, looks like. Wow. He's had various roles. Yeah, 2005, he was a CEO. Um, He he works, and he's specifically in the DICE division, the ones that do the Battlefield stuff, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Then he was like DICE GM. He was a senior VP for a while. And he seems to have landed into executive vice president uh, of just... EA Studios in general around sort of 2017-ish, but the guy has like a, ton, a shit ton of experience. Right, his credits are like insanely long list on Moby Games. Yeah, and he's got and he's worked on like a whole bunch of Battlefields. He's re- in a business um, perspective. He's worked in a whole bunch of Battlefields. Away Out recently, Battlefield Five, Burnout Paradise, FIFA games, Madden games, NBA games, Star, a whole bunch of Star Warses. So the guy really has industry chops. Yep, mm-hmm. um, that's fascinating. Another thing I find fascinating: it's a relatively small studio. And something people are not talking about that much was I found an article listing here from VGC back in 2019 saying Nexon to acquire former Dice GM Patrick Soderlund's Embark Studios. And the interesting thing I thought here was that in, so in this 2019 article, they talk about being about to discuss their next game. And they have, they have art shots that are clearly the same game as we just saw at the VGAs. Right. So they were, thi- like, this has been in development for, like, over two years. Right. And this studio showed diddly-fuck. About the game Except for concept art Until just like uh, You know not Like six um, Maybe nine months ago-ish Okay And now suddenly There's like a big gameplay video But unlike Day Before Who is sort of like, They're front-loading All their marketing material mm. Like these guys have, have been working on this For clearly a really Really long time Yeah And the studio founder Has like mad industry chops And now they're showing footage Yeah So I'm like I feel pretty good about that
1: Yeah I don't know Um. Yeah what do you think? Yeah no It It could be interesting It could be yeah. Uh, to me, again, it, it kind of feels like a a Gen Zero without the horror part from the trailer itself. So more action, Maybe. less. Yeah, more action. Not really worried about stealth as much, yeah. and or running out of ammo.
0: Yeah, kind of like Earth Defense Force. Yeah, like crazy <laughs> over the
1: top action. I hate just to say, running gun. A, a f- uh, Fortnite
0: Generation Zero. Fair, but the graphics don't look like Fortnite not so much do they much. i thought they looked i thought the graphics for, for to me the art yeah, direction no for the they game don't look really like nice. they don't look like Fortnite. yeah, yeah but, no um, no like i feel that they have a somewhat unique art direction yeah like they don't look just like everything else no
1: know.
0: no i don't know yeah i mean i'm extremely curious so we'll un- see yeah unfortunately they they delayed the game to 2023 to release a different game which okay. they've barely spoken about it's some sort of fps and I feel that's a bit odd because I'm kind of like, why would you not capitalize on the hype you've already generated to f- f- like, kind of go all the way with this project? Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, moving on to number six. Moving on to number six, Elden Ring. Latest update makes summoning signs much more useful. This is August 9th. I got this off IGN and IGN just got it off the official patch notes on Bandai Namco's uh, website. The things that stood out to me about this update, I mean, there's a lot of balance tweaks, there's some game bug fixes, the standard type of of things you'd usually expect. Uh, But the big update for me was, quoting off the IGN article, update 1.06 has made summoning signs more useful, adding the function to send summoning signs to summoning pools in multiple areas, including distant areas. I know this is a little inside baseball, um, but... It's very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, and... uh, the gentleman Ryan Leston writing the IGN article goes on to say that essentially this means you'll have more of a chance of being summoned to another player's game while going about your business in the lands between. You won't even have to stay near your si- summon sign anymore and can continue exploring while you wait for a summon. Which people who have played, you've probably seen, you know, you can't if you wander past a certain geographical area past your summon sign it like disappears. You right. can put it down in the new zone kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm which has always been kind of a weird... It made sense in previous games because they were very isolated areas. Right. But because of the open world nature of Elden Ring, it seems a little odd in that context. Mm. So it'll affect uh, being summoned for co-op. There's also a change to invasions, allowing players to invade a larger area, quote-unquote, including distant areas. So basically, there's a a bit of um, quest line fixes with Mask Various quest line because you previously needed to kill people only online. They're adding like an offline option for that, which is great. Yeah. I don't think it's something that... like I mean, that's... That's just That falls into the category of like amazing stuff Elden, uh, amazing stuff from software is doing behind the scenes that nobody ever notices, but they're just constantly improving and tweaking the nature of the game. Yep. Fantastic. Um, but I felt like the summoning stuff was just really cool and like maybe a nice sign that they're kind of listening to what people would like in yep. terms of that.
1: No, I don't I know. What right. do you think? I think you're right. I never really got into the summoning too much. Seems like you could have... I don't know. It seems like if you really wanted to play just nonstop, you could... You could just do kind of endless fun, right? It's a really nice way of just giving the game added longevity in
0: life, kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's really cool, and I feel like, like we discussed with that interesting mod about you know adding like ho- horse travel and multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Big co-op groups. It maybe falls into the category of like because, like I was saying uh, when we were talking earlier, from software has no need to do this. Mm-hmm. The game is perfect. I mean, perfect. The game is incredible. You know, they don't. They, you know, it's selling fine.
1: Yeah. Nobody really
0: has any problems with it. Like, they're just, but they're making stuff better even though they don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. There's no impetus to do stuff, but they're still trying to make things better. Because I, so I feel like that indicates that they really quite clearly have a vested interest in just making it as good as it can be. Yep. And that makes me curious that, like, okay, maybe they're kind of listening to what people say about the summoning and what people would like maybe this is a sign that we might get a more robust or fleshed out multiplayer similar to the mods people are doing. You know, maybe that's further down the line. Yeah, no, that would be cool. Uh, maybe, hope. maybe for like, a, you know, at the same time as they release a DLC, big patch with like big multiplayer changes. But um, That would be dope. I would be done. <clears throat> I'm just
1: really happy to see that they're still, they're still working on the product and like doing... I haven't you know, played it in so long, but... Um, yeah, I would again if they sort of fix some of the, the co-op shit actually maybe not even. I don't know. I think uh, I probably I, just—I probably
0: would have just enough time passed. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I think I just had kind of had my fill for the for the time. For the time, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. So I'm just really happy that the you know they're continuing to support it, continuing to tweak, make sure things are balanced, in their opinion, as balanced as possible, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it bodes well for the game. For sure. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean we're inevitably there will be some DLC. So. Yeah. I mean I'll probably be back in for that.
1: I'll be back. I'll be back at some point yeah. for sure.
0: I got to get into it with you at some point in time too and go th- go through those um final bosses. Those end game bosses are too they're too hard, man. Dude, they're
1: ridiculous. They're man. too hard. They're yeah.
0: ridiculous like I don't know. Yeah. Uh, whatever. And it's like I don't, you know, some of the people on Reddit were also saying using that as a criticism of the game how how like some of the end game content is too hard. And that's I would say that's a valid criticism, but for me
1: it was mostly it was really just like I, just I just don't feel like doing... Putting in... Uh, like... Yeah. I know I could beat it if I change up my build. I would max out a different weapon. I, I really has to have to customize my style for this boss. Exactly. Um. So, like... And that's one thing that I find uh, when we were talking about maybe too many tiers in the game to... Uh, too many larval tiers to change your stats. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, like, no. Like, I think there's... I think there's... I think you need them mm. for that exact reason. Mm-hmm. I was like... I, there were because I when we were talking about it I had already changed twice I think to fight different bosses because I just couldn't do it with mm-hmm. what I was rocking and like completely had to change my approach level up a different weapon yeah. like I, I really do like the amount that they give you I feel like it's enough but it's just enough yeah it's not enough to just keep trying different things yeah. you actually have to think about what you're gonna do yeah and like I don't know I really I think it's a really cool Part of it. You know? It's a really, neat, it's a really neat system. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's clear that some thought was put into it. For sure. You know, for sure. In very specific, minute detail, thought in terms of like what is exactly the amount that because mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's a high number too. It's not, it's not infinite, but it's not no, no, really yeah. small either. Well, it's fourteen, I believe. I thought it was more like uh, maybe sixteen or almost like, even twenty or something. I
1: thought it was fourteen. Yeah, a playthrough. You could be right. You could be right. I was pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I, I really do feel I do remember the number fourteen on a playthrough.
0: It's just enough so you feel like you don't have to worry about it, but it's not enough that you can do it all the time. Oh,
1: hell no. No, 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 no. No, like, I'm hesitant as hell to do it again. Yeah, me too. One of my characters. But I'm down to like two. Okay. You're down to like two left, and like, that's it. Yeah, okay. So you experimented a lot. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, yeah. Fair I have enough. some regrets. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, definitely. Uh, anyways, what a game! Amazing. Yeah, Masterpiece.
0: Moving on to number seven. Netflix is expanding its push into video games, but few subscribers are playing along. August 6th. I got this off CNBC, article by Jack Stebbins. I'll read a couple key points here. Netflix plans to expand its video game catalog from 24 to 50 by year-end, marking a significant investment. Netflix's mobile games have been downloaded 23.3 million globally, according to Apptopia. The app tracker estimates an average of 1.7 million people are engaging with the games daily, less than 1% of Netflix's 221 million subscribers. Uh, Now, we won't get into the actual news too much, mostly because it's a little bit, again, this is kind of over our head stuff. It's very sort of financial, corporate speak. I will read an interesting quote that I thought was kind of neat at the end. Uh, This is from Netflix co CEO and co founder Reed Hastings said back in January quote unquote, We've got to please our members by having the absolute best in the category. We have to be differentially great at it. There's no point of just being in it. And I just thought that quote was a really nice synopsis of sort of like, they seem to have a fairly level-headed approach to the whole situation, mm. uh, and they seem to have also, I think, you know, reasonable expectations of like what should should go on with. Uh...
1: I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. It sounds to me like they're talking about this as a fail less than one percent. But I mean, again, to me that sounds like a huge fucking win considering that it's basically just like I, I think a lot of people that have Netflix probably rarely watch Netflix, let alone play their games on it. Totally, man. I mean, I've had a Netflix uh, subscription for like,
0: gosh... Eight, eight years maybe Or something Like mm. it's been like A really long time Yeah And there have been Extremely long periods like Including like Yeah I mean Like like a, maybe a six month period re- Recently right, with just, Louisa Where I didn't watch She watched it a lot And like I didn't watch A single show Right Um. And it's, it's not like I, I didn't feel Like I still kind of Liked having the service Like
1: in the background like, Yeah yeah the, the option
0: Or whatever Exactly It's, it's kind of exactly. like Having cable Right like, Exactly yeah. I mean, that, whether I'll still feel that way when the ad, ad subscription oh, tier rolls out.
1: I mean, fuck that much. man.
0: We will see, <laughs> yeah. but that's a different story altogether. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally hear you. Like, I think that most of the sites have been reporting this as, like, sort of a, making it look like a bad thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, Netflix is being, from my understanding, uh, extremely lucid about uh, the expectations. Like, they're saying that they don't really... I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious if you dig into the article that they don't feel like this is... They weren't expecting much more than this. Right.
1: Well, again, with the quantity that they have, and I don't know about the quality that they have, but I can't imagine it's that much better than most cell phone games. You're right,
0: and I think that's... But I think that's the idea, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're not aiming to be at the moment. They're Mm -hmm. not aiming to be... I mean, you know, we have stuff like article we talked about recently about the game being developed based on Netflix's, is it the... King- oh yeah, yeah, King- yeah Kingdom. Kingdom,
1: yeah, totally, totally.
0: Thank you, the like Korean Korean zombie, mm-hmm. yeah like old, old, old um, you know, med- medieval, old timey Korean zombie movie yeah. uh, series so they have stuff like that, which again based on that information that we had before, we don't know if that's intended to be for the subscription service like for the game service, mm-hmm. or if it's just a licensed game that they're developing sort of completely aside from that some stuff that I read in the article made me believe that perhaps they are going to consider putting that kind of thing on the service because I feel like they understand that, you know, at some point in time, especially like that the quote from the, the gentleman at the end there, at some point in time they understand that they're going to have to differentiate themselves in the field and not just be in it, but actually be... Good. Yeah, be good and in it. Yeah. Like, just being a part of the thing is not good enough. Like, they have to Make themselves stand out Bring something new Exactly Similarly to how they did You know When they initially launched their service And made themselves completely stand out From like everyone around the world Mm -hmm. They feel that they have to do that again with this So I don't know What they're going to try to do going forward But I kind of agree with you That even though It's a really really small percentage Of their subscriber base Their subscriber base is so large Yeah That I feel like it's pretty substantial Well
1: and how many people again who is interested in games and gonna play Netflix games? You know, that yeah. doesn't already have an Xbox, a PS5, a PC, uh, whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. So again, I don't feel like it's a very. I, I feel like it's a pretty good success.
0: It's not like it's, um, you know, the best thing since sliced bread or anything, but it, it is enough numbers to be like, okay, there are some people who are engaging with the service. It sounds like a lot to me. Yeah, and especially given the fact that, like, they're competing with the mobile market. Yeah. A- at the moment. You know, like, I kind of hope they will move away from that because I don't know how much... Competing with the mobile market is not easy. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the App Store on Apple is a fucking mess. Like, and it's, it's just, you know, it's filled with, like trash pretty much I believe it so trying to trying to compete in a world of trash is sort of like I feel like a bit anti-Netflix's kind of like a mission statement right you know like they, they build themselves on quality and like I so I don't know I kind of feel like there's a bit of a clash going on with like the market they're competing in and what they're trying to produce maybe right but you know there's several quotes in the article one where Netflix is quite clearly demonstrating that they feel that what they're doing is extremely experimental also mm-hmm. like they're not you know they're not um, naive to the fact that they're just starting to put steps into this space right you know like right. this does not represent like the end of their vision kind of thing no yeah I'm kind of with you I don't think it necessarily means it's a failure or anything and I think that the fact that we're seeing Netflix trying to expand into is it I, I keep getting the name wrong King Kingdom The Last Stand no Kingdom yeah Kingdom yeah.
1: Isn't it Kingdom colon something? Oh, possibly. Isn't that yeah. crazy? The show was called Kingdom.
0: Man, I really thought it was like Kingdom colon something.
1: No, well, I think <coughs> the game might be. Um, yeah, that's probably what and, it is. and they made a movie. This is, this, Kingdom is the show. They made a movie, Asura of the North, I right. think. And then, or something like Ayusa. I can't remember. but yeah. And then I, I do believe the game is Kingdom colon something. Yeah, um,
0: no, I think you're right. I think that's, that's what I was getting confused with. But yeah, I mean, I think it's fascinating that You know, we'll continue to see the direction they're going in, and the fact that they're trying to now develop sort of a triple-A looking game based on Kingdom, I think, is a a very interesting direction. Yep. I (laughs) I feel that they may have more success in that direction, so... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll... Well, we'll I'd be interested in that game anyway, just because it's a cool show. And I mean, we saw the footage. It looked pretty... It looked interesting. Interesting, yeah. 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 Like, it's not not rough-looking. It's not bad-looking. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It looks pretty decent. But, Looks um, interesting. Yeah, maybe not as uh, doom and gloom as I think. I feel like all the news media is trying to sort of, sort of be like, this is a failure story, but really, yeah,
1: it doesn't seem like it to me. It's
0: a fledgling service, and it's uh, clearly an offshoot from their overarching. You know what I mean? Like yeah. What were you expecting? Kind of. You know. What Pretty I mean? much. Like, I, I mean, it would be completely mental if, like, suddenly fifty percent of Netflix subscribers were playing these like make any glorified sense. phone game. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But I both don't hope that the Kingdom video game is going to come on the service because then I won't play it. Mm. But also, they probably need something like that. (laughs) Probably. So, (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Moving on to number eight. A leaked stalker port is a strange new front in the war in Ukraine. Uh, This is by Joshua Woollens, published off PC Gamer, and it's August 5th. Uh, A streamer who felt betrayed by GSC's attitude to Russian stalker fans has turned a video game leak into a propaganda attack. So... We're going to try and tackle this without being too political, uh, mm. because uh, we're not overtly a political show, and it's. But I, I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to tackle this without. Uh, well, I mean, know. it is basically a political. Uh, it, like, come on. It's pretty much straight political. So here, I'll read a little synopsis from the article. If you've lurked the Stalker subreddit recently, you almost certainly come across a curious anomaly: a leaked build of a supposed console port of the original Stalker: Shadow of Chernobyl. Rumored to be due to release shortly before Stalker 2, footage of the build shows the familiar classic in a slightly altered state. There's no cursor in sight, there are controller prompts everywhere, and if that's a mouse look, I'll eat my hat. It all, it all looks very legit, and while GSC refused to comment when PC, PC Gamer asked about it, this feels like too much work for even the most determined modder. So, this came from Russian streamer uh, Navajo Kto. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Oh, sorry, Russian streamer who goes by the names of Navajno Kto and Velichesli. They mean, apparently, it doesn't matter who and the greatest, respectively. So these are just, like, funny screen names. Right, right, right. Um, the five-page pamphlet that he wrote about the leak is part confession, part manifesto, and ad- outlines how and why he's leaking the port. So basically, this gentleman is... Again, I'll, I'll try and paraphrase here because we don't want to get too bogged down in the details. Uh, this they, they refer to him as Navajno throughout the article. This Navagino gentleman is a, a very upset about um, GSC Game World's treatment of russian fans of their video games their video game products and he has some dissatisfaction with a range of behavior from the company but basically it's all centering around he feels that they're not being as transparent as they could be with a russian fans of their games you know getting them getting them to participate in weird things like funding u- ukrainian getting them to fund ukrainian war charities uh, without maybe making it explicitly clear that uh where it's going for or the fact that you know, there could be potential ramifications for Russian folks doing that. Right. Um, so, you know, I mean, the the war in Ukraine, uh, between Ukraine and Russia is extremely messy uh, and this is an interesting example of someone having opinions that are, I guess, perhaps against what the large larger media is telling us at the moment. Um, we don't hear a lot of sort of uh, Ukrainian criticism. Um, whether or not that criticism is legitimate or not is completely another thing altogether, but this gentleman thinks that you know he's dissatisfied with the way GSC game world is handling the Russian fans basically right that's it so that's the that's that's as political as we'll get and to cast light on their negative actions he published the leak of this game which is allegedly uh, yeah a port of the extremely old 2007 soccer shadow of Chernobyl I know I know uh, which is you know a game that I was extremely interested in a while ago I don't know if I would play a port of it now because no, it's 15 years it's real fucking dated dude come you on know? Probably not, but I don't think I could if I wanted to. <laughs> the thing that I thought was really interesting about this article is actually completely, you know, aside the whole political angle. Just as a fan of uh, Stalker: Shadow of Chernobyl, or rather the Stalker two that's upcoming, this is again, it's, it's information that's actually was contained in the Nvidia leak that we discussed before. Right. When was it? Way back in, yeah, almost a year ago now. Uh, further information: the Nvidia leak is actually true, is because this this Stalker thing. It wasn't explicitly listed on the Nvidia leak, but there was a Stalker Android mm. that was, li- which you know, Android. It was unclear if like, you know, did Android have something to do with the fact that it was on Android phones? Did, is it just like the name of the product? Like, right. Nobody knew. Um, but again, this, the existence of this Stalker, and I think other sources citing the Nvidia leak have actually listed it as a port. So it's it's further, you know, even more specific in some cases. But it looks like again, this is just one more article that has become true from the NVIDIA leak and I also thought that the because um, we talked about Tactics Ogre being delayed a little bit earlier in the show Ta- the, the, I didn't put this on the news but the official Tactics Ogre remaster announcement happened like I want to say weeks ago okay. like a couple weeks ago and that was again the first com- official confirmation that that was real and Tactics Ogre remaster was another thing that was leaked on the NVIDIA leak so it seems almost beyond the shadow of a doubt now that this leak was 100% true
1: yeah, it, it seems like I mean
0: Yeah, it doesn't mean everything on the list will come out, but it means that everything on the list probably was real at the time of the list being written. Or at least was in the pipeline kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Doesn't at all mean that everything that's there is going to show up, but it does seem that it probably was true. Yeah. That's kind of all I have to say here. I mean, you know, we could talk about the the politics of uh, the whole way that it came out. It is pretty fascinating, the PC Gamer article. I mean, I would say go and read it yourself if you're interested. It's very political. The PC Gamer article had... From my perspective, was a little bit too, I guess, um, inserting its own politics into the into the information that I felt was unnecessary. But I still thought that uh, the the whole thing is just kind of fascinating to s- just see another side of the coin. I mean, I'm I'm personally very, pro, I guess, pro Ukraine because I have family there, I suppose. But um, I just, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting to see the other side of the coin. And honestly, like the guy to me just sounds like. Um, a fairly, I don't know what to say, like a down-to-earth regular person.
1: I don't know, man. I, I think he you. works for Putin. <laughs> <laughs> he, may. he may. You know, he's he's a plant. He's KGB, uh, FSB. <laughs> sorry. It's an
0: interesting way to protest because by leaking this, he got a lot of media attention. Exactly. So that's yeah, he got people talking about it. I mean,
1: yeah. Here yeah. we are.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we may only be here mostly
1: because it's Stalker, one hundred percent, one hundred, regardless. Uh, but we're still talking about. We're it. still talking about it. So, it was in a. It was in PC Gamer. Yeah, um yeah. I mean, good on him for. It worked, anyways. It so. worked, yeah, kind of. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. So all that to say, we may have a Stalker port to look forward to pretty soon, and. Um, Yay. I mean, I don't know. Like, I I'll check it out. <laughs> okay. I I kind of doubt it. Like, I don't. <clears throat> the game still is still pretty rough. Yeah. I mean I would have loved to have played it fifteen years ago, but exactly, uh, yeah. now you know it's yeah. kinda like System Shock Two when I was showing you, right? Well
1: I mean you got a PS five now, like what the fuck? Exactly. What are you yeah. gonna do with this? Like <laughs> seriously. Like, <laughs> pl- yeah. You're yeah. gonna get a Pong port on PS five too? Like
0: get I that mean, fuck out of here. I think I'll just wait for the actual stocker yeah. game. Which is a really long way away, but still. Yeah. You know, I'll just wait for the actual Stalker game. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm fine yeah. with that. But um I think that's pretty much all we got for you this week. Yeah. Um I don't know I mean T do you have any cl-
1: closing uh Comments, concerns, ideas, thoughts. Not really, no. No, no. I was gonna say something horrible, but no. I think I'll save it. <laughs> fair
0: enough, fair enough. Uh, do I have any closing comments? Not really. I mean, I think it's cool that the Nvidia leak is proven real. Yeah, no, that is really dope. <laughs> I gotta be honest, like, uh, yeah, it's and you know, go take a look because it's like this pretty much means that Helldivers Two is a gar- is a foregone conclusion.
1: Well, that's I good. mean.
0: Like it's like it's not proof that the game will come out, but it's proof that, or at least it seems very strongly like proof that when it was written, Helldivers 2 was at least being talked about. Talked about. Yeah. Right? And knowing the company behind that, I don't think that they're not the type that fuck around and like they they deliver, you know what I mean? So probably Helldivers 2. Here we go. Anyways, um, I guess that's all we have. All right. Hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, we'll see you next time. Enjoy the end of summer. All right.